Welcome to the Press On Podcast. This is episode 41. If you are new here, my name is Justin, and I am, I'm super excited you're here. If you're wondering what we're all about, I haven't done this in a while, but, but if you are wondering what we're all about, what our podcast is about, I want to encourage you to scroll back on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast and find episode 00. That was our very first episode, uh, essentially 40 episodes ago, and that episode is all about why we're doing this, what our podcast is all about, and I hope over the course of 41 episodes, our mission, our vision has not changed. The format of our show has changed. Um, now we are just a, a quick 7 to, to 13 minute show each week, sometimes shorter, sometimes longer, with a, a biblical truth. And we pray that this is a highlight of your week, just a midweek devotional to dive in each and every Wednesday morning or whenever you choose to listen to this podcast. <laughs> We are in the middle of looking at the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus has a lot to say in the Sermon on the Mount. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, I don't know if you can see this. This is my note sheet. Um, if you're not watching on YouTube, my note sheet is completely empty this week because I think this week's episode, this week's topic is so important. Um it's important in my life. This is a topic we've we've kind of discussed over the course of 40 episodes, um, but I really want to dive deep, and it's something that's um, been on my heart for a while, um, and as I have conversations with close personal relationships of mine, the more and more I, I just find the importance of these words that Jesus writes. Matthew 5, 43, Jesus says this, you have heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that, that you may be children in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends the rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now, now there's a lot there, but essentially Jesus is saying, hey, the Old Testament used to say, hey, love your neighbor, hate your enemy, eye for an eye, get revenge. But, but Jesus, remember, is flipping everything upside down. He's, he's turning the kingdom that's been upside down because of sin back the right way, and we get an opportunity to help him. We get an opportunity to participate in this kingdom flipping mission. And he tells us that we need to love our enemies. We need to pray for those who persecute us. But man, is that so hard? Is it so hard to to, to think about those who to think about those who despise us and and want to love them and pray for them that that they will come to know God and um, just have a different attitude. But, but this isn't all that Jesus says about this. Actually, if we kind of back up into chapter 5, verse 21, Jesus says this. You have heard it said to the people long ago, you shall not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you, anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. 
Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Raka, is answerable to the court. And anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, if you're offering your gift at the altar, and there you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, you leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go and be reconciled to them, and then come and offer offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Do it while you're still together on your way. And your adversary may cha- may hand over you over to the judge. And the judge may hand you over to the officer. And you may be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. And so there's a lot there. But essentially, uh, Jesus is saying, you've heard it said, if you murder... Uh, you will be subject to judgment. But he, again, he's flipping things over. And he says, even if you're angry with somebody, you're going to be subject to judgment. And here's what I see in all of these verses is that that Jesus, his heart breaks when there's disunity in the body. He longs for us to be unified. And then we come to this topic of forgiveness. And forgiveness is one of the hardest things that Jesus asks us to do. Because when we forgive others, it feels like that, that we're rewarding their bad behavior. When we forgive others, it, it feels like we're letting them off the hook. And in a sense, we are. Because Jesus let us off the hook. He forgave us of our sins that we committed. And he says, my grace is sufficient. My, uh, the things that I'm forgiving you of, um, no, you don't deserve it. But my grace is bigger. And because we've been forgiven, we are called to forgive. And, and there's a lot of topics about forgiveness, but, but here's, here's my, my take on it. Just saying you forgive somebody is not enough. Just saying, oh, I forgive you, and then moving on with your life is not enough because it's easy to say, oh, I forgive somebody. But, but, but Jesus here mentions reconciliation. And I believe as believers... Part of forgiveness is doing our best to reconcile relationships that have been broken. Now, I get it. The argument is, what if somebody hurts you over and over and over again? And that might be a topic for another day. But but if somebody has hurt you, no matter how deep that hurt is, I believe that we are called to try to reconcile. Just saying, I forgive you, but I don't want any part of you in my life means that there's still a disunity among you and another believer. And again, I think that breaks Jesus's heart. And so we are called to, to, to forgive and to, to try to reconcile with everyone. And, and look, I know there's people who have hurt me. And I, I, I like to think that, that I've forgiven them. But when I think about forming a relationship with them again, it's tough. And, and I It's something that I have to work with. And I know that I've hurt people in my past. Relationships that I've had and I've hurt them and they want nothing to do with me on this day. And it's my prayer every day that that, that they'll find it in their heart to forgive me, but not only just say they forgive me, but but try to reconcile. And in the same way, I pray that I do the same to those who have hurt me. You see... We are called, like we talked about last week, to to be salt and light in this world, to bring God's kingdom here on earth, to make a difference 
But we can't do that if we are not unified. We can't do that if there's something between us and other believers. So it is our mission to try to make things right with as many people as possible. And again, I know this is tough. I know this isn't easy. It's uncomfortable. But Jesus never calls us to be comfortable. He calls us to make a difference in the world, and it starts with unity. And it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. And so as, as you and I both try to practice forgiveness and reconciliation, I hope we can do one thing, and it's the same thing we encourage you to do each and every week, and that's to press on. Hey, I can't wait to see you next week. Until then, adios. Oh, 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 oh,